0: Good morning. It is Monday, November 6th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. My friends, this is a podcast that has a specific purpose in mind. It is not a Bible study. It is not a time to uh, get together and just check something off of our list and be another podcast in our run of podcasts that we listen to in the morning. It is meant to be a pit stop before our day really gets going. We want to engage God in his word as we saw when we went through the book of Hebrews together in these last days this is how our God has spoken to us in the past he spoke in many different ways but in these last days, he has spoken to us by the Word. So as we engage with God's Word this morning, and as we commune with our God through prayer, this is a time where we set the tone for our day, and we ask the Lord for His blessing, and we seek His face with the goal to please Him today in the way that we live our lives. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we'll dive right into it. This is John chapter 1, verses 15-18. through 18. And we are so thankful, as we will see in our passage today, that you established the law to show us our sinfulness and then poured out grace to forgive us and rescue us from that sinfulness so that we could be at your side. Though you are holy and we are not, we might be clothed in the righteousness of your Son. Father, as we come to your word today, we ask for your help and your blessing. Through the work of your Holy Spirit, not only illuminate this word before us, but help us to apply it to our specific lives in our specific context. Today, we pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Well, it does seem a little bit like the Apostle John, who wrote this book, is jumping around in, our, in his words here in verses 15 through 18. And in fact, verse 15 sort of does seem like a, a spot where he interjects a little author's note saying, John, this is John the Baptist, bore witness about him and cried, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me ranks before me because he was before me. And I say that because if you have the ESV Bible, at least, this verse is in parentheses and we actually see these exact words just a little bit later here in the book of John, in the first chapter of John. And so it seems like John the Apostle is just putting a little author's note in here and saying, please don't be confused. The word, the Jesus I'm talking about the same person, the one that John the Baptist bore witness about. Because then in verse 16, he picks up right where he left off in verse 14. In verse 14, as you remember from Friday's podcast says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory is of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. And in verse 16, he picks up in that fullness saying, for from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. And this kind of phrase here at the end of verse 16, grace upon grace, it's this connotation that the grace is complete. It's grace upon grace. Because of the fullness that Jesus is both grace and truth, we are beneficiaries of that fullness and that we have received the total, complete, fulfilled grace. And he explains himself in verses 17 and 18 by saying that the law was given through Moses. And let's stop there for a second because this in itself is a grace. One of the things I say to my students when I teach them about the Old Testament law, as I say, what kind of teacher would I be if I held you all to a standard and I disciplined you according to that standard, but I never told you what the standard was? I always ask them, do you think that would be unfair? And they would say, yes. I said, do you think that would be unloving of me as a teacher? And they're like, unloving? My teacher loves me? What? And then, of course, the answer is yes. And the same is said here about God's law. The fact that our God has revealed himself in nature, then does our God expect of us? And God, being gracious, gave us the law through Moses. He gave us the divine standard by which we are to live. And this is a grace to us in many ways. Number one, it teaches us what the standard is. And number two, it strongly reveals Our sinful nature. No man can keep the law. No man except one. The one through whom, as verse 17 talks about, grace and truth comes. Because in Jesus Christ, not only is it a continued and more fulfilling grace, but it's also the truth that Jesus Christ is the only one who could fulfill and keep God's holy law. Though the law of Moses is a grace to us in the ways that I just mentioned, it leaves us with a massive problem, that we need saving. But because Jesus, full of grace and truth, has come, now there is a rescuer. And in verse 18, John basically finishes his very poetic and meaningful opening by saying no one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side, except now he has made him known. And of course he's talking about Jesus Christ. As we'll see in Wednesday, now he's going to carry on with the narrative part of his story, beginning with John the Baptist. But for our purposes today, we have finished the first 18 verses of this book. One of the most, as I keep saying, legendary openings to any book of scripture. And it would be good for us to go back, read it all in one go, and then go into Wednesday's podcast, ready for the narrative part of John's study. So let me read it for us, and this is going to be the closing to our podcast today. For from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only God, who is at the Father's side. He has made him known. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Wednesday.